Hola y bienvenidos al Medical Spanish Premium Podcast, an interactive podcast for learning practical Spanish for healthcare and elsewhere. The level of this lesson is advanced, and timestamps are provided in the show notes. The lessons offered at docmolly.com are solely for learning Spanish. They are not intended to teach medicine or provide medical advice. Welcome to another premium lesson in this series covering Spanish for the evaluation of vertigo. In today's lesson, the physical therapist asks the patient about other episodes of dizziness and if she has fallen in the last year. Throughout this lesson, when we break down the grammar, I often include links to relevant articles and lessons in the show notes. Listos, empecemos. ¿Ha tenido otro incidente de mareo desde esa vez? Sí. Desgraciadamente me ha pasado dos veces después de la primera vez y ambas veces tuve que sentarme en el piso para no caerme. Es bueno que haya logrado sentarse justo a tiempo. ¿Ha sufrido una caída durante el último año? Adiós, gracias, no. Intento mantenerme en buena forma para no estar débil y no caerme como les pasa a mis amigos ya que algunos se han quebrado la cadera. Además, yo tengo osteoporosis y mi doctor me ha dado a entender lo importante que es no caerme, para que no me quiebre la cadera también. Ahora, vamos a repasarlo por partes. ¿Ha tenido otro incidente de mareo desde esa vez? Incident. El incidente. Another incident of dizziness. Otro incidente de mareo. So to say another, you simply say otro or otra. Avoid the common mistake of saying un otro or una otra. And to say dizziness, you can either use the singular noun el mareo or the plural noun los mareos. Interprétalo otra vez. Another incident of dizziness. Otro incidente de mareo. How would you say another episode of dizziness? Otro episodio de mareo. Since that time. Desde esa vez. Interpreta, have you had another incident of dizziness since that time? ¿Ha tenido otro incidente de mareo desde esa vez? Sí. Desgraciadamente me ha pasado dos veces después de la primera vez y ambas veces tuve que sentarme en el piso para no caerme. Unfortunately. Desgraciadamente. In the prior lesson, we used desafortunadamente. Both times. Ambas veces. You could also say las dos veces. Floor. El piso. Can you think of another word for floor? El suelo. So in Latin America, both piso 
and suelo are used to say floor, and you'll also hear both used to say ground. Yes, unfortunately, it's happened to me twice after the first time. Sí, desgraciadamente me ha pasado dos veces después de la primera vez. And both times I had to sit down on the floor so I wouldn't fall. Y ambas veces tuve que sentarme en el piso para no caerme. Now try, I had to help him sit down on the floor so he wouldn't fall. Tuve que ayudarle a sentarse en el suelo para que no se cayera. So when the subject changes, we use the conjunction para que más el subjuntivo. Para que no se cayera. When the subject stays the same, we simply use para más el infinitivo. Para no caerme. Interprétalo otra vez. I had to sit down on the floor so I wouldn't fall. Tuve que sentarme en el piso para no caerme. Y, I had to help him sit down on the floor so he wouldn't fall. Tuve que ayudarle a sentarse en el suelo para que no se cayera. Ahora, interpreta la frase entera. Yes, unfortunately, it's happened to me twice after the first time, and both times I had to sit down on the floor so I wouldn't fall. Sí, desgraciadamente me ha pasado dos veces después de la primera vez y ambas veces tuve que sentarme en el piso para no caerme. Es bueno que haya logrado sentarse justo a tiempo. Ha sufrido una caída durante el último año. To manage to or to be able to. Lograr. So, when lograr is followed by un infinitivo, otro verbo, it means to be able to, to manage to, to get to do something. When it is followed by a noun, un sustantivo, it takes on the meaning of to achieve or to attain something. Hablando con una amiga, interpreta, were you able to sit down? Lograste sentarte. I managed to sit down. Logré sentarme. Ahora interpreta. It's good you managed to sit down just on time. Es bueno que haya logrado sentarse justo a tiempo. The impersonal expression, 
as bueno expresses judgment and therefore triggers the subjunctive. Es bueno que haya logrado sentarse justo a tiempo. And if you said, Es bueno que lograra sentarse justo a tiempo. You would also be correct. Despite what some grammar books may say, the verb tense in the main clause does not have to agree with the verb tense in the subordinate clause. Therefore, you'll hear native speakers say either es bueno que haya logrado or es bueno que lograra. Interprétalo otra vez. It's good you managed to sit down just on time. Es bueno que haya logrado sentarse justo a tiempo. Or, es bueno que lograra sentarse justo a tiempo. A fall. Una caída. Have you had a fall in the last year? ¿Ha sufrido una caída durante el último año? So here is an example of using the verb sufrir to ask about having a medical problem or symptom. She could have also used the verb tener. ¿Ha tenido una caída en el último año? Ahora, interprétalo otra vez usando sufrir y durante. Have you had a fall in the last year? ¿Ha sufrido una caída durante el último año? How would you ask, have you fallen in the last year? ¿Se ha caído durante el último año? Adiós, gracias, no. Intento mantenerme en buena forma para no estar débil y no caerme como les pasa a mis amigos. How did she say, thank God? Adiós, gracias. Of course, you could also say, Gracias, adiós. Elisa suggested we use, Adiós, gracias. Because it's very commonly said in Guatemala. To stay in good shape. Mantenerse en buena forma. How do you say weak? Débil. Repítelo dos veces. Débil. Débil. Interpreta. I try to stay in good shape so I don't get weak and fall. Intento mantenerme en buena forma para no estar débil y no caerme. So she starts by saying, Intento mantenerme en buena forma. And then how does she say, so I don't get weak and fall? Para no estar débil y no caerme. The subject remained the same, so she used para más el infinitivo. Intento mantenerme en buena forma para no estar débil y no caerme. And then she says, ¿Cómo les pasa a mis amigos? ¿Cómo les pasa a mis amigos? There's not a great literal translation for this, 
She's basically saying, like I see happening to my friends. ¿Cómo les pasa a mis amigos? And one final point. What are the two most common ways to say to try to do something? Intentar hacer algo. Y tratar de hacer algo. So when tratar is used to say to try to do something, we follow it with the preposition de. Tratar de hacer algo. And intentar is simply followed by the infinitive of the verb. Intentar hacer algo. Ahora interpreta, I try to stay in shape. Intento mantenerme en forma. Or, trato de mantenerme en forma. Interpreta la frase entera. I try to stay in good shape so I don't get weak and fall as I see happening to my friends. Intento mantenerme en buena forma para no estar débil y no caerme como les pasa a mis amigos. Ya que algunos se han quebrado la cadera. Además, yo tengo osteoporosis y mi doctor me ha dado a entender lo importante que es no caerme para que no me quiebre la cadera también. To break a hip. Quebrarse la cadera. So we use the reflexive verb quebrarse más la parte del cuerpo to express to break a bone in one's body. Can you think of another common way to say to break one's hip? Romperse la cadera. In this lesson, we'll focus on quebrarse. How do you say, I break my hip? Me quiebro la cadera. I have broken my hip. Me he quebrado la cadera. I broke my hip. Me quebré la cadera. Referring to her friends, how did Angela say, since some have broken their hips? Ya que algunos se han quebrado la cadera. How do you say also when providing additional information? Además. Osteoporosis. El osteoporosis. Interpreta. Also, I have osteoporosis. Además, yo tengo osteoporosis. And Elisa suggested we use the phrase dar a entender to say to make aware. Repítelo después de Elisa. Dar a entender. Interpreta, and my doctor has made me aware how important it is not to fall. Y mi doctor me ha dado a entender lo importante que es no caerme. 
So how did she say how important it is? Lo importante que es. In the show notes, I've included a link to a lesson where we practice this use of the neuter pronoun lo. Interprétalo otra vez. And my doctor has made me aware how important it is not to fall. Y mi doctor me ha dado a entender lo importante que es no caerme. So I don't break my hip as well. Para que no me quiebre la cadera también. So we always follow para que with the subjunctive. So that I don't break my hip as well. Para que no me quiebre la cadera también. Ahora, interprétalo todo. And my doctor has made me aware how important it is not to fall so that I don't break my hip as well. Y mi doctor me ha dado a entender lo importante que es no caerme, para que no me quiebre la cadera también. Before we finish, let's review all the reflexive or pronominal verbs used in this lesson. To sit down. Sentarse. To fall down. Caerse. In the show notes, there's a link to a lesson where we discuss the difference between caerse y caer. To keep oneself or to stay in shape. Mantenerse en forma. To break one's hip. Quebrarse o romperse la cadera. Thank you so much for practicing Spanish with me today. Before I go, I would like to give a shout out to Bridget Schwimmer, a doctor of physical therapy who wrote the original dialogue for these lessons in Spanish. To my teacher, Elizabeth Cortez from the San Pedro Spanish School who helped me to translate and record this dialogue in Spanish. And to Sonia Umsiri, an interpreter who reviews all of these lessons before publication. Gracias a todos. In the next lesson, the physical therapist asks about the timing of these episodes of dizziness and other associated symptoms. Hasta la próxima! This is a production of DocMolly.com, where you will find interactive audio lessons that teach Spanish for healthcare and elsewhere.